The show's not quite over, so relax and have a second cup of the morning blend. Well, Patrick, I was scanning this morning to talk about a very special day today, and I found this article from the Catholic gentleman called The Ember Days. Mm -hmm. Now, I've been a Catholic my whole life. I mean, I've been close to the Lord for years and years and years and raising my children in the faith. And and all of those years, one thing I am sure of is what I don't know about the Catholic faith (laughs) is a lock. There is always more to learn and to know. It's one of the best parts of our faith. But Aaron Earhart, our producer here, introduced me to Ember Days, I guess, a couple years ago. So I I am familiar with this and was prepared for the spring Ember Days, which are going on now. They're on going on now. So today is Ember Wednesday, which I think begins it and it starts over several days or is it the whole week? I didn't I saw that it was just beginning today. My understanding is it's three days, Ember Wednesday, Ember Friday and Ember Saturday. Oh, and that's my understanding of it based on what based Aaron on told what me he said and, all right and what I'm observing okay so, so we're going to talk about that today it's not an official celebration in the church but it, it is one be, of those highest yeah. practices that uh-huh. we can still participate in so the ember days are special days of prayer and fasting during the liturgical year and they happen like you said four times a year and they correspond to the four seasons and they focus our attention especially on the blessing of nature so on these Ember Days, we give thanks for blessings we've received, but also remind ourselves of our need for penance and grace. All right. So that's an important thing to remember. Now, the, the roots of Ember Days are ancient. In fact, sure. it goes all the way back to the Old Testament. The book of Zechariah describes an ancient Jewish practice of fasting four times a year. Now, Christians adopted this tradition into what was referred to in Latin as uh, quator tempora, or four times. And somewhere through the centuries, the Latin tempora became ember in colloquial speech. And thence, now we have ember days. Ah. Okay. So here's the thing to remember, Pat, about ember days. Lenti, penti, cruci, lucy. Okay. Lenti, <laughs> penti. Cruci, oh, Lucy. I see, for the four times of the year. That's right. Okay, so okay. in springtime, oh, I, get it. I get it. Yeah. In springtime after Ash Wednesday during Lent, which is today, it's Ember Wednesday, is one. In summertime after Pentecost, there's your Penty Day. Mm. In the fall, that is after September 14th, on the Feast of the Exaltation of the Holy Cross, Cruci. And then in winter, after December 13th, on the feast of... St. Lucy. St. Lucy. That's right. So Lenti, Penti, Cruci, Lucy. Although they do say there's a better way to say it. Lucy, Ashes, Dove, and Cross. Okay. Okay. So um, I, I, I'll remember Lenti, Penti more than Lucy and Ashes and Dove and Cross, but that does seem to be a little more uh, higher and elevated way to Oh, this is so cool. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So in the 1969 revision of the liturgical calendar, the Ember Days are no longer formally observed, but many Catholics still observe them in their homes and parishes, and it's a fruitful practice and great way to stay in tune with the liturgical year. So we are in Lent, and so they they talk about some practices here, and we'll get into it. We are doing many of these already because it is already Lent, but outside of the Lenten liturgical year, you can still do these things. So today, Today, we can kind of focus on some of these things. 
So fasting, I know, is part of it, but now abstinence as well? Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that one for sure. Yes, fasting and abstinence is one of the ways that we can celebrate today. So fasting on the Ember Days reminds us to honor nature's gift by using them in moderation. As G.K. Chesterton quipped, we should thank God for beer and burgundy, not by drinking too much of them. (laughs) But at one time, fasting on the Ember Days was obligatory. Now, according to the Code of Canon Law, fasting and abstinence on Ember Days is commended, but not required. See, I've heard that that, uh, you really should only observe the abstinence on the Friday of Ember Days. So I wasn't sure if the abstinence is on all three. Okay. Um, Might might as well. Might as well err on the side of of caution, right? Just one extra day. Yeah. Another way is, of course, obviously through Thanksgiving. On Uh the Ember Days, we give thanks for the fruits of the earth. Even though we don't live in an agrarian society, it's good for us to give thanks for food that we have such easy access to. We may not grow it all ourselves, but we're fed because of the work of others' hands. Now, we're in February. People might start be. Uh, start looking forward to uh, that that garden planting. Maybe if you've never planted before, this would be a good opportunity to maybe begin to think about an area of your yard where you can grow a few things. I'll tell you this for sure with my kids, when we had a little garden, even though they may not like the green beans, if we grew them ourselves and then pick them together and then cook them, I guarantee you they'll at least try it. They'll try it. <laughs> now, if they, you know don't like it after that than than that but there is something about growing your own and feeding yourself with the fruits that the earth provides us yeah. oh yeah it's really cool and i speaking of that agrarian society part i that's where i came to know about ember days in kind of a historical context because they usually line up with uh the first one being the planting season and the one in the fall lining up with the harvest season oh, yeah. and so part of that tradition then was lots of prayers for a good harvest because if the harvest wasn't good you might not survive or your family might not survive and so that was a really important part of kind of historical europe and, and catholicism yeah this is also an important day or very important time to pray for priests now this is very interesting too in the past priests were ordained on the ember days the lady would oh. pray for the priest getting ordained on that day and ask that god would send them good priests so the ember days still provide a great opportunity for us to pray for priests and you think about how stretched especially during the lenten season that priests are boy they are heroic witnesses to our lord and we should always continue to pray for them especially if you're not maybe seen eye to eye on decisions of the priests Pray, 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 pray always for that priest and that your situation be reconciled. And then lastly, of course, almsgiving. Almsgiving. Yeah, the church is always tied together, giving thanks and giving alms. And the Ember Days are no exception. They're excellent opportunities to support the needy. Now, there's also quite a few number of prayers that go along with these special days as well. So there is a prayer for the Ember Days, and it begins with an antiphon, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and never forget all that he has done for me from generation to 
to generations. Oh, I love that one. Isn't that beautiful? Uh-huh. Yeah, bless the Lord on my soul. Uh, somebody should write a song like that. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> right? I think that's a good one. And of course, we talked about praying for the laborers. And we think about the people. We just walk into the grocery store. We grab what we need and giving maybe not too much thought about the work involved in planting those foods and then harvesting them and then getting to them. Uh, I think in many countries, especially third world countries where the grocery stores are not plentiful. But if I want to, you know, any variety of fruit here, it is the middle of winter. Last week, I went and bought artichokes right there. You know, I, they probably came from some far off distant place. But, uh, you know, do we spend time thinking about what it takes to make sure that our grocery stores are plentiful? So good, thank the labor. thinking, yeah. And then lastly, they also, uh, actually, vocations to the priesthood. We, of course, pray for that. Father Peter Julia prays that here at Mater Day Radio for us. And then lastly, there is a prayer in honor of Christ's betrayal and passion. So that is also oh. another one. That's a longer prayer. It also goes along with five Our Fathers, five Hail Marys, and a glory be to the Father. So awesome. all great ways. So for today's podcast and, and the second cup today, I'm going to include the link to the Catholic Gentleman's, his webpage. I, of course, am the president of two Catholic Gentlemen here, but go online and you can read all about Ember Days. And you can, again, remember why we talk about Lenti, Plenty, <laughs> Crucy, Lucy. Uh, this is going to be in my head all day. Okay, good. That's why I said it again. <laughs> Just for all of you, I hope you enjoyed today's second cup.